Welcome to Evil, the story of us. I'm Brittany. And I'm Lowell. And today we're talking about George Bush. Of course we are. What? what, what wait, what? <laughs> no, that was what? a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. We're talking about tuberculosis today. Oh, uh, well, same shit. <laughs> Different day. Um, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna set the scene a little bit. So Lowell, I want you to close your eyes and imagine that you are a Massachusetts in. Okay, I'm imagining. I'm a Massachusetts man. Okay, and it is 1890. 1890, I'm 13 and already have three children. Okay. Your mother has been looking rather pale lately. All right, um, so I'm going to clubber and bury her in the back and take my inheritance. Your mother is looking pale and she's lost a ton of weight and she has a feverish glow about her. And everyone around town is saying She's how glowing? feverish glow, like sweat. That's a bad thing for sweat. And she's walking around town and everyone's like, damn, she's looking fine lately. That She's rocking that tuberculosis chic look lately. You see how red her cheeks are? Oof, girl. What? She's walk- she, that's That's real. She's walking around town. Everyone's like, oh my god, she looks so good. She's got the tuberculosis. She's rocking it. She's walking around town. And then, of course, she starts to cough up blood and eventually does die. Nice. You, you bury your mother. And then all of a sudden, your dad starts to look pale. He also is, everyone's like, oh my god, he looks amazing. He's He's lost a ton of weight. He's got that feverish glow. Look at him. And then he dies. Then your sibling gets sick. Feverish glow. Beautiful. Wonderful. Dies. When am I getting this feverish glow? Goddamn. Imagine the amount of action I'd get. Now, your entire family is now dead. Someone in the town comes up to you and says, Hey, um, why do you think your family is dead? And you respond with, well, they got the consumption. And they respond with, yeah, that could be it. Or your mother, who looked so good before she died, is actually a vampire. And she's been coming back to kill the rest of your family from the grave. Can we dig her up and um, check to see if she's a vampire? What is this Adam's family nonsense? Did they really do this? Yes. Are you shitting me? No. What? So, consumption chic is absolutely 100% real. Um, it's a romantic poet, Lord Byron, um, is quoted as saying when he was asked how he'd like to die, he said he'd love to die of consumption, declaring, how pale I look. I should like, I think, to die of consumption, because then the woman would all say, See that poor Byron? How interesting he looks in dying. Fucking weirdo. And it gave you, like, dramatically pale skin, which we all know at this time, whiteness was seen as, you know, the glorious to be pale was to be beautiful. And ethereal thinness with red cheeks, and again, we get that beautiful feverish glow. Feverish glow, of course. 
women actually tried to look like they had consumption even if they didn't by making their cheeks especially red by like starving themselves and they would intentionally try to look like they were dying yeah same thing today though you know i was thinking the exact same thing too because we had um i don't know if you remember this lowell but in the 90s we had something called heroin chic where um women would starve themselves to look like they were on heroin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i mean it's not i i know we look back on these things and we're like how did they think that but then you know we do, it, history repeats itself right it's um, like when i drink a 30 wreck to look drunk you know same ordeal i'm sorry can you repeat that what is a 30 rack uh, don't worry about it continue Am I am I too old for that? And, is that and, like an old and, person thing? And yes, viewers, I can. It's quite incredible. Continue, Brittany. Don't edit this out. What is it? I'm gonna have so, to Google it. What what is a thirty rack? Tell me. You don't know what a thirty rack is? No. Wow. You're, geez, you're old. I know. Man. Tell me what it is. It's a thirty rack of beer. Beer doesn't come in racks. Yeah, you call it a thirty rack, like a case like of thirty Like a six beers. pack. A 30 pack. It's called a 30 rack. Huh. Well, in any regard, people love to look like they had tuberculosis. And this was a real thing. It's called New England Vampire Panic, where they thought that the spirit of your the first person to die in the family was actually coming back and sucking the blood out of the people who were still left alive in the family. Let's go. I I don't understand the logic. Like, wouldn't they come back for their enemies, not their family? Well, maybe they want their like family to join them in the grave. Maybe that's. Oh, maybe. Um, but a lot of people were like, "Yeah, sure, go ahead and dig them up." Uh, and what they would do is they would flip them upside down. Well, first they would look at all of the dead people and decide which one um was probably the vampire and they could tell that by which one's hair and nails still grew even though they were dead and then they would open their chests up to see if any of their hearts still had blood in it and then um if a corpse looked especially bloated it could also be a vampire um Mm. but these are all normal parts of decomposition um, and nine times out of ten, when they dig these people up, the latest person to be buried would be, you know, deemed the vampire, which makes no sense because, you know, would have been the first person to be buried, right? But the last person to be buried would still have the, um, would have the bloating and the uh, blood still in their heart. So they were the vampire. Good thing they caught it early, right? Oh, yeah, good shit. And then they would, you know, stake the heart. And they would flip the person actually upside down um, so that their spirit would go down instead of up. They would, like, oh, nice. go down into the earth, yeah. Down to yeah. hell? Down to hell. Um, so some basic facts about our our theme here today, uh, tuberculosis. Since we've talked so much about it, I thought a brief history would be uh, educational for our listeners. Uh, it's caused by bacteria. It usually attacks the lungs, but can actually attack any part of your body and is also known to attack your spine. There's something called, like, POTS lesions, and um, it can give you, like, deformities along the spine, almost like what we talked about with our um, 
is it deadly Victorian edition? Right. And there's actually two types of tuberculosis infection. It's a latent infection, which has no symptoms. Like, you can get the tuberculosis bacteria, and it'll just, like, chill in your lungs until your immune system go downs and goes down, and then it'll start to mu multiply, which makes a lot of sense when you're talking about people like Edgar Allan Poe, and you can get, like, flare-ups of tuberculosis, beat it, and then it comes back when you start to get sick again. Wow. Poor Edgar. So that could have very well been plaguing him his entire life. Um, you can't spread it if you have a latent infection, but you can get a flare-up that can spread it. Um, and in modern times, only 5 to 10% of people with a latent infection will ever develop symptoms. After learning more about tuberculosis, I am now terrified that I have it right now. So there's that. Think you have the consumption? I... Are you looking rather dashing lately? No, I don't think so, but I did when, just lose some weight. When you when you drink your coffee in the morning, does Bruce go, wow, Brittany, you have a, a feverish glow about you? No, I can't say that. But, you know, you could have a latent infection and never know until it starts to kill you. Right. So, tuberculosis I is... think you do. I think you should start taking medication for it right now. As a preemptive Okay, but strike. that might not save you. I will go on. But there are various kinds of drug-resistant tuberculosis. Um, Got to take them all. They, they have like three different kinds of antibiotics that they use to treat tuberculosis now because it's become so drug-resistant. Hmm. And there is a vaccine, but it's not used in the U.S. because there's not a lot of tuberculosis here. As far as they know. Yeah, yeah, as far as they know. So tuberculosis, you can catch it. Um, it's airborne, but it's apparently not spread by fluids. The CDC website explicitly says that you cannot get tuberculosis by sharing toothbrushes. I don't know what the who who the concern was because I personally have never shared a toothbrush with another human being, and I probably will never share a toothbrush. I'd rather not brush my teeth. Like, that's disgusting. Is this where I act like a conservative during the AIDS crisis and I just blame it on the gays? It's not, it's not the fluids. You can't share it with the fluids. It's the gays. They've been doing it with their toothbrush, Sharon. It can be sp spread very rapidly by singing loudly. 86% of tuberculosis infections in the U.S., it's almost 90%, obviously, um, occur in minority populations of Black, Hispanic, and Asian. I probably don't have tuberculosis, but I let's go over the symptoms just to be sure. A cough, a bloody cough, chest pain. You have pain. bloody coughs? Wait, you have bloody coughs? No, these are just the general symptoms of tuberculosis. Oh, okay. I do not have bloody cough, so I, I don't even have a cough. Or chest pain. Um, but symptoms are also weakness. And I can only lift 50 pounds. Really? Huh. Oh, mm -hmm. um, weight loss and fever. I'm tuberculosis, y'all. So they, they call it consumption. Because it consumes your body and makes you really skinny. It's actually a really sad. I thought they called it consumption. Because um, it made them like not want to eat. Um, but no, that is the... It's just because it, the disease consumes your body, which is really sad. I, I thought it was called that because it like makes you really hungry. I assumed the same thing. That is not correct. Uh, but uh, they call it consumption because the disease consumes you and makes you look very waifish, which is really sad. Um, waifish? Yeah, like a waif. 
I've never heard that one before. Okay. Look at us educating each other. I taught you waif, which means to be like really skinny and or frail. And you taught me um, 30, 30 rack. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like a saying, like totally dope, my G's. Just like that. You okay. gotta do like, when something cool happens, like just be like, yeah, that's totally 30 rack. I am not gonna do that because you, I, think you are, I think you are engaging in tomfoolery. Well, it is my my trade card. <laughs> Same. So I I actually didn't know this, but in my research, I found out tuberculosis is actually like hella old. Um, the oh, you don't say. No, no, like even older than you it's think. It's just though. Edgar Allan Poe writing about it. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe was one of the latest people to have tuberculosis. This shit is old as fuck. So tuberculosis, the word was coined in 1834, um, but the disease is estimated to be 3 million years old. Tuberculosis is older than humans. So you think the dinosaurs were getting it? They could have been. Early humanoids in East Africa were the first victims of the disease, and um, Egyptian mummies dating back to uh, 2400 BC carry skeletal deformities typically seen with spine tuberculosis infection, and you can see it in early Egyptian art with the people with the deformities in the spine. Yes way. Isn't that insane? That is strange. But then again, those well. Then again, though, those ancient Egyptians were all incest. That's fair, but these are specific POTS lesions on the spine, and they can tell that it was spinal tuberculosis. Yeah, I mean, I've seen incest do some weird things. You ever watch Freak Show or American Horror Story? <laughs> yes, I have. I'm the one who recommended it to you. Remember? Yeah, that that type of stuff. That's that's what we'll do. So I don't think we should be, you know, don't uh, don't underestimate incest however bad that sounds wrong keep going there are references to tuberculosis in ancient rome uh greece um aristotle actually talks about it and he's the one who coined it the king's evil which is my favorite term for tuberculosis so far why is he called that uh yeah i don't know he called it the king's evil um, it's also seen in Hebrew scripts and also mentioned in the Bible. We also have records of it in the Middle Ages attacking specifically the lymph nodes. Uh, the Middle Ages had all sorts of weird shit, um, but specifically in tuberculosis in the Middle Ages, it started to attack the lymph nodes instead of the lungs. And people think it's like a strain of tuberculosis that like ran rampant through the um, really, really excellent sanitation. Mm-hmm. And the cure during the Middle Ages was thought to be, quote, a royal touch. Um, and sick people would try to get nobility to touch them. Oh, nice. Take them down with you. Can you even fucking imagine? Get away from me! <laughs> well, they didn't have germ theory. They literally thought that it was either because of sin that they got sick or that it was hereditary. They thought, you know, oh, my mom did something bad, so now I have tuberculosis. We have the tuberculosis in the family. So they would, like, go up to nobility, and it didn't have to be the king or the queen. They'd, like, go up to their local lord and be like, can you, can you please touch me? I have the consumption. Please touch my crotch. I have consumption. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it had to be crotch touching specifically. I, I think, think it, it did. Was... No, <laughs> this I is my theory so. now. This is now my show. 
they were what? touching each other's crotch to get rid of tuberculosis. <laughs> Please, your majesty, touch my crotch. No homo, it's Please. tuberculosis. Your majesty, no homo. Please, grab my ass. <laughs> no, they would, like, ask for, like, a touch on the head to cure them of tuberculosis. <laughs> a patch, patch. Or, like, a, a, yes, a pat-pat. Patch-pat, you're cured. cured Two cured. pats for Patrick. <laughs> no more TB for you. You, you can't reference Starbucks. Or, Jesus. You can't... Starbucks? I can reference <laughs> you... Starbucks whenever I want. You can't reference SpongeBob during the tuberculosis episode, Lowell. This is America. I can say as much st- SpongeBob as I want, like as much Starbucks as I want. Okay. Freedom. Uh, all right. Okay. Good for you. American Play. hot dog, super NASCAR number one rocket ship. Now you sound like Kim Jong Un pretending to be American. <laughs> why, Kim, why Kim Jong Un? I don't know. You just does he, does he have tuberculosis? No, I just imagine he eats a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> I don't think he does. <laughs> We're gonna get assassinated now. Yeah, probably IEDs coming from the sky. Well, at least you said the right word this time. What IUD? Yeah, because before you said IUD. IUD? No, that's that's the uh, that's the birth control machine. Yeah, but in a previous episode, you tried to say IED and you said IUD, and it entertained me greatly. Ah, oh, very funny. Yes. Anyway, people would also try to inhale turpentine and what? hemlock. <laughs> <laughs> we should have done this for the "Is It Deadly?" episode. What the hell? Who thinks of it? I feel like every episode it gets worse and worse. Like the milk fair. thing was too much already. Now they're just like, oh, I have a, oh, I have a feverish glow. Time to inhale turpentine. This will fix me right up. <laughs> a cup of fair, coffee with some turpentine in it. To be fair, the, first of all, they were inhaling turpentine, not drinking turpentine. Oh, big um, diff. And to be fair, turpentine is actually historically made out of tree bark, and. In a previous episode, we talked about how tree bark could be used to treat um, malaria. So, I mean, if they weren't making things out of tree bark and eating it randomly, they would have never, you know, had the gin and tonic and would have never been able to go into South America, which probably would have been good for them. Anyway. So, tree bark, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Right. Um, hemlock, they would also inhale, which is, of course is poisonous. Yes. Or, um, you know, actually this one might have actually helped. They would massage themselves in vinegar. They would what? Massage themselves in vinegar. Or how would that help? Well, because uh, vinegar is a cleaning agent. So it probably would be like the only time they've ever cleaned their body. So it probably would prevent it from getting on to other people. That's so strange. But it probably actually helped it from um, transferring from person to person, washing in the vinegar. Yeah, well, if I bathe in Windex, it's like going to solve my problems. So. Bro, one time I accidentally drank uh, Windex. I got so sick. What? Oh, uh, God, you're no better than these tuberculosis people. <laughs> Well, it was snowing really bad, and I cleaned out some buckets to put water in, and I cleaned it with Windex. You what? You drank Windex? Wait, you were cleaning with the buckets of Windex? 
no, no, no. So I had buckets. I had buckets, and I cleaned the inside of them with Windex because uh, it was snowing really bad, and we're gonna lose power. So I cleaned the buckets with Windex before I put the drinking water in it. Why would you clean buckets with Windex? Oh, because they were dirty, and I wanted to put drinking water in them. Windex is for windows, Brittany. Not buckets. That's what I, what I had in my hand. Listen, nobody's saying that when I was 18, I made good decisions. Who let you do this? Grandma and Grandpa. And Bruce. Oh, God. That's well, actually, Bruce books. wasn't there. It was just Grandma and Grandpa. Oh, yeah, because he would have said something. Yeah, he probably would have. Anyway. So, they actually found a, a city underneath the Mediterranean Sea and found a buried mother and child underneath the ocean, and they had tuberculosis 9,000 years ago. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Isn't that crazy? And they have found it also in ancient buffalo living 17,000 years ago, and it can be found in deer and cows, too. And there's evidence in Peruvian mummies that it existed in America before colonization. So there's at least one disease that we did not give to the Native Americans. Throughout the 1600s up to the 1800s, tuberculosis caused 25% of deaths in Europe, which is quite a bit. And in the 1700s, they called it the White Plague uh, because it made people real pale. Why is that? Because it made them real pale. Mm. And then then they started making sanatoriums. They realized, um, and this is actually from soldiers, that they realized this. The soldiers would be fine and healthy. And then as soon as they got into the barracks, they would start to get sick. So they thought that, well, obviously, it's the barracks that are making them sick. Mountain air is the cure due to, tuber- to tuberculosis. So I mean, there's logic there. The mountains? They take yeah. them to the mountains? Yeah, so they started creating sanatoriums where they would keep tuberculosis people in hospitals, and they would actually take care of them in the mountain air. Now, there are a ton of them in the U.S., and there's actually a couple around us. Um, if you've ever been to uh, Dutchess Community College, one of the buildings that's considered haunted uh, was a tuberculosis sanatorium at one point. Well, why is it considered haunted? I don't understand. Well, because a lot of people died there. Oh, interesting. And they had a morgue have, I was, in the basement. I was, I was being sarcastic. Pretty. And actually, um, you know those wicker chairs that you sometimes see at, like, Home Goods? At Mima's. At Mima's too. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna ever get through an episode without making fun of the furniture at Mima's house? Nope. No. She's from this time period, man. I swear. <laughs> so those chairs are actually the, like that because they were made for people who had tuberculosis to sit on their porches with tuberculosis to try to breathe in mountain air. And that's why mom gets mad at me every time we go to Home Goods because I'm like, look at those beautiful tuberculosis chairs. And she's like, Brittany, shut the fuck up. We're in public. That's hilarious. I do it every time. She hates me. But then they discovered in 1882, now this is on March 24th specifically, remember that date, Dr. Robert Koch discovered the bacteria that's... What a name. He's German. Um... He found the bacteria that caused tuberculosis, and at the time he discovered the bacteria, tuberculosis killed one in seven people in the U.S. and Europe. Wow. 
Of course, Aristotle knew about it years and years and years and years ago, but this is the modern discovery of the bacteria. Mm -hmm. Now, March 24th is now National Tuberculosis Day. Uh, when I heard about this, I was like, are, are you serious? This is Tuberculosis Day? We should day? throw a party. And <laughs> on the CDC website, it says there will not be a celebration on March 24th until tuberculosis is eradicated. Um, but I was like, are you serious? Like, I'm going to go to work one day and be like, it's tuberculosis day. Sorry, boss. I'm taking off. It's tuberculosis day. It's national. I'm, I'm, um, taking the day off to observe tuberculosis day, please. The first, uh, tuberculosis sanatorium was, um, opened in Asheville, North Carolina. And in 1884, another one was opened in Saranac, New York. And actually the one in Saranac, uh, was the first lab to study the disease, um, but the founder of that lab did die of tuberculosis. But that <laughs> led to the discovery of the vaccine in 1921. And oh, so there's a vaccine. Yeah, it's a vaccine. It's not used wildly, widely in the U.S. It's only really used in nations where um, tuberculosis is running rampant. Which is actually really sad, too, because they can't afford the vaccine where the uh, disease is running really rampant. So what happens if what happens if I get TB? What what am I supposed to do? You can take antibiotics, as long as yeah, it's not a drug. As long That'll as it's help. not yeah, as long as it's not a drug resistant form. A cure for tuberculosis is antibiotics, which is why it doesn't kill literally everyone anymore. However, because of the over prescribing of antibiotics, there's now three different forms of. Um, drug-resistant tuberculosis and it's Thanks. now incredibly hard to treat now they use a cocktail of all three antibiotics to try to give you to try to like save you from tuberculosis right. until the next variant comes out it's, yeah until the next variant comes out it's really actually terrifying at the height of treatment in 1953 which was when the most sanatoriums were open um there were 893 of them in the u.s and one half, or I'm sorry, one third of the population right now on planet Earth has tuberculosis with 10.4 million new cases every year. You're shitting me. I'm not. That was from the CDC. One third of the population has tuberculosis right now? Right now. That's, that's not, that's gotta be not true. It's true. I double-checked it. It's on the CDC website. I am 100% sure I have tuberculosis. So there are some famous deaths uh, associated with tuberculosis. Emily Bronte died of tuberculosis. Um, I have my personal hypothesis now that Edgar Allan Poe also died of tuberculosis uh, coming up and, you know, attacking. Um, did I say Andrew Jackson yet? No. Andrew Jackson died of tuberculosis. I actually didn't know that. Nelson Mandela also died of tuberculosis. I didn't know that. Eleanor Roosevelt died of tuberculosis. Really? And Ringo Starr died of tuberculosis. Ringo Starr is dead? Yes. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Ringo Starr's alive, Brittany. No, he's not. What are you talking about? Ringo's alive. No, he's not. 
Yes, he is. Ringo Starr's alive. He's in a band. Yes. See, he's I just, alive. I just checked it. What the hell are you talking about? Didn't die of tuberculosis. Where are you getting this information from? <laughs> I doubt anything you just said is true now. <laughs> I looked up famous deaths from tuberculosis. <laughs> it's obviously just a webpage listing people they don't like and saying they died of tuberculosis. <laughs> Is it because he's weird looking that they thought he was like deformed and had TB? What the fuck? It's from. I will tell you exactly where I find found it from. Uh, the French Canadian genealogist webpage. Maybe it wasn't the best place to get it from. What the? Why? <laughs> no, maybe he it had literally it once? says. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has it. Here are some notable people who have suffered from or died from tuberculosis. It even says here that he's not dead yet. It says 1940 blank. Oh, you gotta read the fine prints. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's a yikes. That'll so Ringo Starr is not dead. Right now. Does he have it right now? Or did he like have it when he was younger? He must have had it. I mean, unless he has like a latent form. I gotta Google. I, I need more information on Ringo Starr's tuberculosis now. He con- contracted tuberculosis and was admitted to a sanitarium where he remained for two years. Wow. So yeah, he did He did have tuberculosis and actually he learned how to play the drums in the hospital battling tuberculosis as a child. So the Beatles would not exist without tuberculosis. Well, that was fun. I need to read more clearly, obviously. <laughs> Good, good for you for catching that, though. Well, I know Ringo Starr is not dead. You probably already have tuberculosis, to be honest. A third of the world's population, like, yikes. Probably rabies, honestly, at this point. Uh, you know, that's actually one of the oldest diseases known to man, too. Rabies, tuberculosis, and uh, leprosy. Hmm. Do people still get leprosy? I think they do, actually. Um, I don't think it's as prevalent as tuberculosis. Four of a series. I don't think he had leprosy. Didn't he have skin cancer? He was the leper king. That was his name. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, people can still get um, leprosy. It's now called Hansen's disease. Oh, they should bring back leprosy. But it can be cured with 6 to 12 months of multi-drug therapy. Let's bring back leprosy, everybody. Let's not bring back leprosy, maybe. I'm bringing it back. Uh, do you mean, like, bringing it back into, like, popular culture? Or do you mean, like, you're bringing back leprosy as in you, you're, like... Well, folks, that's all today for Evil Story <laughs> Okay, sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Evil, the story of us. Uh, Lowell, do you have anything you'd like to part with? Uh, to all of my homies suffering from tuberculosis, my heart goes out to you. Well, that was incredibly insincere. If you have a problem with anything I said or probably something that Lowell said, you can email us at evilthestoryofus@gmail.com, at gmail.com and you can also check us out on Instagram at evilstorypodcast. Thanks for listening.